Welcome, everybody, to a very special edition of Thoughts Count Anywhere. Beginning of the show, you noticed that we started off a little differently. Our uh, respect and admiration for Rocky Johnson passed away literally about two hours prior to us, three hours prior to us going on the air, and we wanted to give him the well 10 bell salute, as well as the fact La Parca, who also passed away this week. We salute both of those gentlemen for the things that they've contributed to the world of professional wrestling. Thank you for joining Thoughts Count Anywhere. I am Aaron Phillips. Sitting next to me is my in-studio tag team partner, Mr. Matt Mullen. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you doing today? Good. Um, we have two individuals who are calling in from parts unknown. I don't know if the Wi-Fi connections are working from parts unknown or not. But on the phone with us from parts unknown east side, or north side technically, <laughs> is Mr. Johnny Rock. Partner, how are you? Uh I'm back, guys. It's, it's new year, new me, all this. Uh, it's good to be back. Sorry I couldn't be there in the studio with you guys, but uh, other matters uh, took precedence. Hey, listen. Not let, saying you guys aren't important. Let, let me ask you a question. Is this your one phone call that you uh, were able to make to us? It is. It is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's good to have you back, at least in voice. Uh, we're also trying to get Scott Hosey. He is currently uh, out of town on the north side, or the I should say the east side of uh, Parts Unknown, very far east. Uh, we're trying to work on getting him connected remotely. We had it working, and then, of course, all of a sudden, things started happening, so hopefully we'll get Scott to join us here momentarily. Uh, by the way, real quickly, I want to start off the show a little bit differently than we planned, of course, which is okay. the great thing about live radio. Um, you know, I, I get a, you know I, I'm 55, which means I graduated college about some years ago. And, you know, when you're away in college, you have a whole bunch of people that you become friendly with, and, uh, you know, things are good, and... You try to track people down. Well, one of my buddies from college, when I went to Penn State up in Erie, was a gentleman by the name of Edwin Mui. Good guy, down-to-earth kind of guy, originally from the Cleveland area. Now he resides in New York. 35 years I've been, I haven't spoken to this guy. And a couple of weeks ago, well, months, I've been trying to find him on Facebook, right? Usually I think on Facebook you can find just about anybody and everybody. Pretty much. I was telling my wife this story that I was trying to track him down. And lo and behold, about a day after I had this conversation with my wife, who do I get a friend request from? My oh, friend Ed. Wow. I spoke to him. I wow. called him a couple of hours before uh, we went on the air. We tatted for about 15, 20 minutes. Hopefully, he's going to come out in the summertime. We're going to try to create a whole reunion. We played on a softball team. We created an intramural team called the Bootlegger. So we're trying to get a Bootlegger reunion, possibly, with some of the guys through, through uh, over the summer. So I want to give a special shout-out who is listening right now. If you need uh, IT work, if you're an attorney firm out in New York, you got to give Ed a call. And a shout-out to his wife, Susan. And their only daughter who's getting ready to go to college. Good luck, oh, wow. Ed, with that. Leanne. She, uh, she going to be a Penn State alumnus as well? Uh, you know, I didn't ask him that. And I should have because I, we had to end the phone. But uh, if she knows what's good for her, I would say probably. Well, I, I tell you what, if you, if you need somebody to fill out the starting lineup, uh, you can't, can't get everybody from the old crew. 
I'll fill in because uh, I, I miss playing. Well, I, I'm not talking about playing. I'm just talking about us 55-year-olds getting together and have a few brews and laughing about the good times when we could play ball. Ah, That's what we're talking about. Bruce Lee, Lee to run on the bases. That's how it goes. Bruising bats. Yeah, bruising 911 for us who can't get around the Bates Pass with some <laughs> oxygen. Anyway, we want to thank you for, we want to thank you for joining us. Um, all right, so right now we know Scott is watching and he is listening uh, we're trying to get the remote link working. In the meantime, Scott can communicate with us through the chat room. Uh, Aaron, so just jump in whenever you feel you have to. Scott is listening, unless you can talk direct to him. through. Okay, he's got it. He's Scott, hang tight. We are still working on it. So, Ed, thank you for listening, my friend. I look forward to uh, uh, seeing you in the summertime and uh, getting everybody together. So, all right. Thanks, Ed. Hey, share us on Facebook. Those of you watching right now, please reshare the link. Do your wall direct so people can see and watch us as well. Our call in line, uh, we can take a second call, right? Uh, they, not right now. Not right now. Well, eventually we'll give you a call in line. <laughs> but in the meantime, I'm you're, you're hogging it. Although, although I am saying if we, can't, if, if, we, if we can't get Scott on, I'll switch over to the remote and we can free up the phone line if, if we decide to. Well, here's a, here's a funny thing. Based on where he is on the Wi-Fi connection, he literally has to stand on the ledge of his hotel and uh, get his head hanging out the window to get the Wi-Fi. So I don't know if that's it'll... That's kind of funny because that's our nation's capital. Like, what do <laughs> they say about our national infrastructure? Well, who knows? Who knows? All right, so we're ready to get down to business. Are you yes, guys we are. There? Yeah. We have, first of all, what we have... are we hearing? First of all, we have the bellboy working with us tonight. He's back. So we have... <laughs> we'll, we'll get a picture up of him later. Oh, Is Scott, he on I see Scott. Scott. The couch. There's Scott. I see Scott. Can I you guys hear, hear Scott. me? I see his mouth moving. No, not yet. Hang in there, though, Scott. Keep working, but at least we see you. Give us a Progress. thumbs up, Scott. Progress. There. All right. Okay, that means, all right, good job. So just give us a thumbs up or thumbs down if you like what we're talking about, Scott, so we can track and follow you, or just, you know, do your thing in the chat room. <laughs> Remember, that's the thumb I want, not anything else, okay? Anyway, <laughs> okay, so it is now time for I Hear Voices. All right, first up there, Mr. Matt, where you want to go? And then we'll get Johnny's take next. I heard some rumor that Matt Hardy is going to leave WWE when his contract is up in March, and rumor has it, which I really hope isn't true, that he's going to go to AEW, bring back his broken Matt character, and be the leader of the Dark Order. Awesome. I heard that, too, the new Dark Order. What do you think about that, Johnny? You know, I honestly, it's an interesting concept, and I love the broken character, but I don't see it happening. I think it's fantasy booking at its finest. Uh, I think Matt Hardy's going to be with, with WWE until he decides to hang up the boots. Uh, like you said, it's a great concept, but uh, also I think it would push Evil Uno and Stu Grayson to the back burner. You know, they'd be nothing more than henchmen at that point. True, but rumor, I've heard like more than a rumor that he is leaving and he's contacted people may or may not be local about doing stuff. So I think but he's on the way I mean? out. If he does, he does. Like I said, I love the broken character, and I, I'd love to see more of it. I just wish WWE would pull the trigger on more with it. Well, it's long been rumored that Vince really never likes characters that were developed outside of the WWE, and, and that's probably one of the biggest reasons, if not the reason, why uh, Broken Matt Hardy has not really been seen in the WWE since his return. True. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Scott, why are, why we see you visually thumbs up or thumbs down to Matt leaving and going to AEW thumbs up. Yes. Thumbs down. No, he thinks he's got, Oh, Oh, he's an undecided. We get a sideways thumb. You're not sure is what you're saying. <laughs> AEW. Maybe hold up. It sucks. 
Wait, I don't know. Are you writing stuff now on a piece of paper? Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> you better use a marker so we can see the words. Oh, something really thick. Okay. So um, Matt Hardy possibly going to be taking the, the uh, uh, let's see. Let's see if it comes up big enough for us to see. AEW. I can't read what. Suck booking. Oh, suck booking. Not good booking. You don't like AEW's booking. That's what you're saying. Okay, can you put that back up there? We got your full screen now, so we're gonna we're gonna just so we can see it. Scott, put that back up. Ah, much better. Okay, so when you write something, we're gonna have Aaron go to full screen so we can actually read it. This is like cue cards. <laughs> I feel like we're playing charades right now. I, you know, I feel like we're playing charades. Okay, what? <laughs> we gotta do improvise. That's either live radio, ladies and gentlemen. You can't beat it. Okay, next live topic. Radio. Ray Mysterio, something about retiring. What do you think? I hope he doesn't. I don't think he's going to wait until, like, his son ends up in WWE to have, like, the tag match like he had with his dad. That's how his dad retired, was having a tag team match with his son. So I think Rey Mysterio is going to do the same thing. It just depends on Dominic's progress at the Performance Center. I want everybody to know we have entered the disco room. If you notice, colors are changing. I feel like there should be a stripper pole in here right now. But if we have yellow for Hulk... (laughs) Oh, yeah, that would be great. As long as it don't turn red and black and the fiend comes out, I'm <laughs> That's cool. Right. If we see red coming, if we see red coming in here, I am out. I'm of here. out. I'm I'm out. Oh, oh, here it is. Here's the red glow. All right, leave that on. Let's go with the fiend approach. What? And then here, Johnny. This well, Johnny. I don't know if you can visually see us, but if you can see I, what's, I, I, I can see the colors. I'm, I'm about on like a 30 second delay, I think. Okay. On the video feed, but I do see the colors are changing. Do you uh, s- let me know if you see anything flashing in the room. We designed this just for you when it gets to you. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would get it on a 30-second delay, I think. Okay, you'll get but now, it. About the, but speaking of 30-second delays, how about my commentary on the Rey Mysterio issue? Good. What is that? Go I got I to gotta say, like, uh, everything I've seen of Dominic in the ring, the few brief instances we've seen him, I think he looks pretty seasoned already. I mean, the, the spots he did with Brock Lesnar at uh, – what was it, TLC? Um, he, he looked great doing that 619 with his father. And I tell you what, back when Brock Lesnar originally kicked the tar out of him, he looked fantastic at selling. So if his offensive and his storytelling is, is on that level as well, I mean, this is a third-generation, you know, superstar in the making right here. Yeah. You know, I, I think we could see some great things from Dominic Mysterio or Rey Mysterio III, whatever he wants to call himself, uh, when he does don that mask. But, you know, I, I could see Rey retiring at WrestleMania in a passing of the of the mask type of situation. So I think I think Dominic's ma- Dominic is, is ready-made, and I think there's enough veterans out there that could take him under their wing to, to kind of coach him along the rest of the way. But, I mean, he was raised in the business. Give him a shot. Absolutely. There's no harm in doing it when you have a generational wrestler like Rey Mysterio and his lineage. And certainly his son, um, gosh, obviously he's got the best tutor in his dad right there. And there's no Mm -hmm. question that at his very young age to come into the ring as seasoned as he is and do all of what he did with Brock and that whole scenario. So uh, I think he's definitely got a star in the making. Okay, next topic. Hulk Hogan possibly set for major TV role leading to WrestleMania 36. What is he going to be doing? AARP commercials? What are we doing? <laughs> the way he's growing out his beard. I don't know what he's planning on being Santa or I know. bringing just back Hollywood Hogan. He already was Santa with muscles. True. 
<laughs> Google said it with muscles. You'll thank me later. Crazy. <laughs> you know, do you really want to see him if he does do something at WrestleMania? Does anybody really want to see him go against Vince McMahon? I don't. Already been there, done that. They need to do something new. And it, you know, and then there was talk of Sting and Undertaker. To me, that that match is well prep past its prime as well to give those guys the opportunity. I'd kind of want to see Hulk Hogan versus Big E. Hulk Hogan for, oh from uh, the initial issue. <laughs> There's a lot of bad blood there. If you know what I'm <laughs> well, that would be interesting. That would be an interesting take as well. That ain't going to be PG. No, I can't. That would be that would be straight up Idaho, Potato City. <laughs> there you go. I, to me, with the surgery that Hogan is planning for his back, his knees, whatever it's going to be, I can't see him getting ready to take bumps in April. We're talking three months away. We're talking, you know, three and a half months. There's no way you can come back from back surgery and be ready to take bumps or do whatever they think they're going to have him do unless he's going to walk down as a manager. Maybe they'll book it as a fist fight. Oh, yeah, that made a whole lot of sense on Monday as well, didn't that? But we'll talk about that. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that in a moment. Okay, anything else (laughs) that I hear voices does not look like it. Next, we're going to go to the WWE report stuff. Go ahead, start us off there, Matt. Triple H did an interview um, then somebody asked them about Edge and Paige returning, and he said, well, they have families. Edge has a wife and a kid, and Paige might have kids that she doesn't know about. It was like a bad joke, but he had to apologize for it, and there was a bunch of uproar on Twitter. You can kind of tell the way, like, it was a joke and taken out of context. I guess it wasn't really taken out of context, but just the way it was. It was kind of hilarious. I thought it was funny, but Paige didn't think it was funny, and that's his employee, so you got to kind of take that for what it is. You know, and with today's society being so, um, um, what's the word I want to look for, sensitive, you know, you, you know, Herm Edwards, who is now the coach of at Arizona State University, former Eagle of, of yours, Johnny, and, and coach of the Jets uh-huh. and, and Chiefs, he always used to say, hit delete, don't do it, don't hit enter. And sometimes we got to think about the stuff that we're putting out there and how it's going to come back. I mean, look at, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but look at all the stuff that's come back since Tessa Blanchard won the championship and everybody's coming out of woodwork saying she's this, she's saying that. You know know what, I'm going to reserve all my commentary until we discuss the Tessa issue, but I will piggyback on this. Yeah, because well, I, I do have an opinion on it, but I'll save it for the test. Yeah, yeah, right on that. But I just wanted to bring it up that that's that's the kind of stuff that's causing people reactions. So, all yeah. right, next topic: updated Royal Rumble card to include Oscar versus Becky Lynch for the women's title. We have Daniel Bryan versus the Fiend for the Universal title, and Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. So far, who are also in the men's Royal Rumble? Yep. Which one are you looking forward to the most, Johnny? Uh, I'm actually looking forward to Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins because you know they're going to shoehorn that into the card. Oh, yeah. yeah Especially we, after that Prince of Parkour move on, uh, on, on Raw this week. Matrix. <laughs> like, if Kevin Owens is not the greatest talent currently signed to WWE, I don't know what's... I, I, you're smoking crack if you don't think that Kevin Owens is the best of the business for that company right now. There's no question he has a certain dynamic in it, but his name keeps coming up to possibly going down or across, however you want to look at NXT. Going back to NXT, his name still continues to pop up. Well, NXT is the A brand. It'd be a natural fit. True. I'd like to see it. Absolutely. Come on. Come on. Kevin Owens versus Adam Cole, baby. I want to see that. Keith Lee versus Kevin Owens. All right. Heck yeah. 
couple other matches. Daniel Bryan's going to take on The Fiend for the for the championship and Roman versus Corbin. I hope this is the send-off of the Roman versus Corbin thing because the, the dog food stuff, and all, it's enough already. It's absolutely enough with that. I hope this is the send-off match. Hey, hey, Aaron, do you hate it? I do. It's done. And it's, that, that means Barry Corbin's doing his job. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying that, that they're not. <laughs> what I'm saying is that it's the storyline, I believe, has gone as far as it can. It's enough of this already. Uh, it's not but a matter the of... the Usos just came back. The bloodline is back together. That's okay. So start a new storyline with the bloodline. That's okay. I have no problem with that. But Corbin... So and, you're saying you, you don't... So you're saying you don't want to see... Uh, you're, you, don't, you don't want to see King Corbin versus Roman anymore, but you want to see them shoehorn with the Usos and Rude and Ziggler because I think into it, like a three-on-three three type deal. Well, yeah, I think a six-man or whatever, I think it's going to give a different dynamic to what's going to go on in the ring because you're adding it now into a th- either a tag team or a six-man. One-on-one, it's enough with the handcuffs, and you got Ziggler intruding, and it becomes a numbers thing against Roman, and it's enough. Finish that storyline. Let it expand to include the other guys if you want to, but let's move the storyline into another direction. That's all. Yeah. I, listen, all Corbin's right. probably the best heel out there right now on any brand with what he's doing, and the fact that you know one of the you know, city of Corbin, Kentucky, changed the whole city name around this guy this week, you know he's doing something right. I give him credit. My friend Ryan must be so mad at that. He hates Baron Corbin. <laughs> Couldn't imagine going to King Corbin, Kentucky. <laughs> hey, by the way, before I forget, we want to send out a happy birthday to the son, the number one royal son, Shane McMahon, is celebrating a birthday, as is Miss Kelly Kelly today. You know, real quick, and yes, happy birthday, Kelly Kelly, and happy birthday, Shane. But speaking of Kentucky... I got to say, Raw needs to have more events in Lexington because did you hear that crowd? That was probably the most vibrant electric crowd I've heard on a Raw taping in a long time. They were hot. They were into everything. They were hot. I mean, they almost booed Paul Heyman out of the ring. (laughs) But Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar were certainly entertained by R-Truth, were they not? Uh, I I think R-Truth entertains everyone. Unfortunately, now Mojo Rawley is the 24-7 title holder. How long will that last? Uh, I missed that. Uh, but then again, I only get the abbreviated version of Raw on Hulu. So. Yeah. After, uh, after, uh, Mojo, uh, after R-Truth went to, went to F5 City and he managed to get in the back <laughs> somehow, um, Mojo took the belt from him. So. Well, was... maybe, maybe, then maybe Mojo will hang out at Dre's after hours again and then uh, R-Truth will take there it from him in the middle of the nightclub. Hey, Elias signs a three-year deal with WWE. New contract for Elias, the singing, uh, the roaming uh, minstrel guy. When are we going to put him in a storyline uh, like, that matters? I believe he likes the term troubadour. Troubadour, <laughs> singer. Maybe, maybe Ricky needs to, maybe, maybe Ricky Tenacious needs to take lessons from Elias, but what... Uh, I think that's a tag team I want to see. <laughs> Ricky and Elias? Yeah. <laughs> I think a singer's battle royale would be a great thing. Singer's royale. I see Scott's back visually on the big screen in our studio. Testing one, but two, But we can't three. hear him yet. He's moving his mouth. Actually, we can. This could be like, whose line is it anyway? He can move his mouth, and then we'll just dump <laughs> We'll dub the words. <laughs> That's all bad. I like them, like from my point of view, the Scott cam keeps like randomly appearing and disappearing. All right. I got the ring into my ears. I got the echo. I got the Yankee Stadium. Oh, he's on Coke. Is that what you're showing me there? He's showing, you're on Coke. Okay. That's the liquid Coke we're talking about. <laughs> I want to clarify it's Coke in a bottle. That's what he's on. Okay. Uh, next topic. How about the latest entrance to the Royal Rumble? 
Second from the bottom. Oh, we have Cain Velasquez announced. You're killing me in the Royal Rumble. Oh, he's still around. You guys are killing me. Yeah, he's been training at the Performance Center, and we'll see what he has to offer. I thought after he jobbed out to Brock at at Crown Jewel, he'd he'd like make himself scarce. I'm pretty sure he's going to be the one to eliminate Brock in the Royal Rumble. Really? Somebody has to. But that means we got. But that means we're going to have Kane versus Brock at Mania. I'm not excited about that. Me either. Well, what I want to do, though, as we get ready for Royal Rumble is I want us to, as we talk about both Rumbles, the male and female, I want to come up with who we think is going to be the surprise entrances throughout the, throughout well, the match. Well, so, if they're setting up a Kane Brock feud, that pretty much telegraphs the winner of the Rumble. I, 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 don't, I don't know if they'll do that. He didn't, nothing really impressed me about his in-ring start when, over in Saudi Arabia, whenever it was. No, and, no, 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 no. I, I'm saying if you, have, if you have Kane Velasquez take out Brock Lesnar setting up a Brock Kane match at WrestleMania, that would automatically mean that the winner of the Royal Rumble has to be from SmackDown, yes? Who's the most logical choice from SmackDown? Roman Reigns. I just hope he doesn't get booed out of the building this time. Can we go to the big screen, Aaron? There you go. Ring. (laughs) 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 Okay, next topic. That 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 bell was called for by our executive director in Parts Unknown. That popped me. That's it. Velveteen Dream, still no return expected because of his back injury. is actually expected to be pretty serious, and that'll kind of end our WWE report. Okay, next segment, Indie Report. Start us off there, Mr. Matt. What I saw was a pretty cool article on SportsIllustrated.com. Chris Bay, the local favorite of Las Vegas, was mentioned as one of the top prospects in wrestling. I think that's great. I did read the article after you posted it, and uh, kudos to Chris Bay. I've seen him up close in person a couple of times. He's got the moves. He's built right for it. I, I think he is he a, is he a main roster guy potentially. His size is not big, but he certainly is put together for his size. What do you, what's your thoughts? I could see him as like a main roster guy. Cody Rhodes has even like said on Twitter that he's keeping an eye specifically on him and others, but he directly mentioned Chris Bay. So I could see him I, on I AEW here sooner than later. Apparently, Scott thinks this story came out two months ago, and, and we're a little behind the times. I, I don't remember it coming out, but I trust our executive director or producer. Well, I tell you what, it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter when the story came out. Chris Bay is the business. He's, he's got a good future ahead of him. When The minute somebody decides to pull the trigger on him, they're going to have a really good contender on their hands. And uh, like I said, I think AEW is probably the best fit for him. Maybe cut his teeth in Ring of Honor. Interesting. Next. Uh, we have a couple. Oh, let's go with Marty Scroll re-signs with Ring of Honor and becomes the head booker for the company. That kind of surprised the hell out of me because I thought he was going to yeah. AEW with all his friends. Or maybe um, NXT I, I with his girlfriend. That. One of the two. I can't say I'm, I'm not disappointed by this. I am very disappointed by this. Um, He's backed himself as but, to, uh, into a corner as a booker because he'll never be able to book himself as champion. Not without a bunch of backlash to it. Hey, hey, Jeff Jarrett booked himself as, as champion in Impact. And look how well that worked out. You What's know, Scott say he signed with Impact? More on that yes. later because hey. I watched Hard to Kill and I was actually not turned off on the product. Next topic. <laughs> 
Apparently, uh, Chris Bay signed with Impact, according to Mr. Scott from Parts Unknown. So it looks like Chris Bay is over at Impact. Possibly, probably. I really? trust Scott. Well, I guess now I have another reason to start watching Impact. Okay, Undertaker, we've already rung the bell over there. <laughs> we got you. Okay, next topic. Got to pick one. FSW No Escape is January 25th at Samstown. They probably have one of the biggest matches in Vegas. Everybody wants to see Killer Cross versus Funny Bone. Oh, man. Is that, is that an actual match or is that one in anticipation? No, it's an actual like signed match. Oh, so it's it probably signed. Killer Cross's last match with FSW. It's him as a free agent, and he's got to be signed to some big company way sooner know, than last, later. Last I heard, he was signed to MLW now. I couldn't imagine that's a long-term thing. WWE yeah. wants him real bad. Even to the point he might actually skip NXT and just go straight to the main roster. Are you guys there now? I can see that. Scott, are you flashing like gang signs at me over here? Or what? What are you? What are you doing? I'm not. Is the East Side getting to you like that? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I would like listen. His girlfriend is with WWE. The most logical would be that he signs with WWE. Otherwise, road scheduling and all that is not going to be very good. So. I can't, I can't read what it says. Hold it up because your name is covering it. Two, oh, okay, gotcha. Two more, two weeks on, two more weeks, and, and we'll get more something concrete. With, it's interesting. This is like lost in translation with Scott. I feel like I'm reading, <laughs> like I'm reading the blind right now. It's like, it's like third, third base coach. You know, bringing him in. Okay, so we'll hear don't more. Don't tell that to the Astros. Hey, hey, don't be like no, the Astros. right? Astros or Red Sox? Nope. Sorry, you're right. Two weeks, we'll have more information on Kevin Cross. Is that? I think that's what Scott's actually trying to tell us. Okay, I'm glad I could read 3,000 miles away. Okay. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Hey, oh. Hopefully he'll still be able to give us an interview and not be under that WWE lockdown cloud. Yeah, I hope so. Well, you know, uh, obviously phones work in uh, places unknown except for where Scott is, but uh, we can always still do an interview wherever we possibly can. Okay, next topic. We, sure we have better service in, in parts unknown east. There you go. All right, so we cover everything. Marty Scroll, we talked about Chris Bay. BVW, we'll talk about BVW. BVW has a card coming up on the 19th. That is the first one of the new year. Uh, it is New Year's Anarchy, and here's some of the matches that are already signed. The delinquent Kevin Duckett's takes on the urban juggernaut Sean Black. Songbird of Pro Wrestling Ricky Tenacious takes on the Mandy of Tommy Pern. I heard something about a gravy boat match. I don't know what that means. Well, I do. But hey, I don't... hey, don't shirk on the stipulation for that Kevin Duckett's and uh, Sean Black match. As a fan, you can bring your own weapons. Within reason. The, uh, <laughs> the bellboy has made the screen, apparently. Um, apparently, that BVW has final say on what will be allowed or not, but that is correct. The fan can bring their, their weapons to be approved to be used in that match. The Savage Kyle Hawk versus the Fly Fresco-Matic, as we saw at the last card. Uh, the Savage Kyle Hawk uh, attacked Fresco from behind while I was actually in the ring with the Fly interviewing him. That was a wonderful experience. Jay Vidal versus EJ Sparks. More matches to be announced. Others scheduled to appear. The champ, Big Dirty. Uh, Fat and Furious, Frank the Tank. Uh, many others. Moon, the Moonwalk DDT prices $25 for front row, $12 general admission. Kids 12 and under are free with the paying adult. Doors open 1.30. Show starts at 2 p.m. at the Sahara Event Center, 800 Karen Avenue. And I got news for you. A lot of great things are happening with BVW. The shows have been picked up on a station out in the U.K. 
They're showing up all over the world, so some good things are happening with BVW. And I am in conversation with them, hoping and working with them to have them become part of our show from a sponsor standpoint. So I know that'll be music to Scott's ears, wherever he is. Yeah. Shake your head, Scott. Yes? No, yes. No, you're on camera. You're excited about the up and down this way, Scott. You're on camera. We're supportive of all of our sponsors, aren't we, Scott? He's praying. Yes, he's praying that it's going to work. Okay, next topic. Let's, uh, oh my God. LaParca, we talked about him at the beginning, so we're done. AEW Impact, go. I'll cover all of Impact News right now. <laughs> Tessa Blanchard wins the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. Now, I know that. Off, by the way. Done. I know that excites a lot. That's it. We're done. No, I know. Listen, I know that excites a lot of people and, and for great reason. We talked about, what does he have up there? Haters. I, oh, haters. Who are the haters? Yeah, for Tessa. I mean, social media really is, is putting this whole situation to the fire, you know, putting it to the fire. But like we talked about, there's just something that just doesn't fit about a ladies champ wearing the heavyweight men's championship. We were talking about it before the show with the bellboy over here. And, you know, China, she held a men's title when she was around. She held the Intercontinental belt. But the IC belt, I think we all agreed, was a very different level of belt that I think you can get away with that. Agreed. I don't know but if you can do that with the heavyweight have? champ. Do you see NWA having a lady holding the women's champion, the, the men's champ? I don't. They don't got a Tessa Blanchard, though. Or WWE. Or, yeah. Well, that, yeah, or WWE. Now women have and, gotten... And let's, to, face it, let's face it, a woman does hold the NWA championship... Mickey James holds everything that Nick Aldis holds. Oh, come on now. Down. Careful. <laughs> well, that's in, that's in absentia <laughs> for Mickey James. Uh, but we're only talking about belts officially recognized as the you, champ. You know what? I think, I think for storyline purposes and the way they have built Tessa Blanchard over the last year, she is the face of that company. She is, no matter what Sammy Callahan wants to say, Tessa Blanchard is the draw. And... Whether you like it or don't like it, the fact that she's wearing that belt is putting butts in seats. And then what happens when her contract is up? And it's putting eyes on the product. Like I said, I haven't watched Impact in years. I watched Hard to Kill, and I want to see more. What happens, though, when her contract is up in two or three months and she ends up leaving the company? Then what do they do? Well, I told you. Then she's going to go to WWE and face Charlotte at WrestleMania, and that's going to be an awesome match, too. Next topic. Impact's going to be here. <laughs> They'll be able to build her as a former world champion. Impact's going to be here February 8th and 9th. If they were to announce Tessa's not going to be here, they couldn't like figure out how to put anybody in any of those seats. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to Am Bam Bam, my girl over at the uh, uh, Atomic Roller Girls Derby team. Thank you, Am Bam, for checking in. Kenneth is watching. Pat Sheeran is watching. David Arloff, my twin brothers from different mothers partner, Neil Porton, I was watching earlier want to thank you. By the way, if you miss any of tonight's show, please be aware that the show will re-air on Sunday, 6 p.m. And of course, right afterwards, the show will be available on podcasts on sites such as TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and every single place you can find a podcast, you can find Thoughts Count anywhere. Uh, and on Facebook as well, as soon as our show is over. And don't forget... And YouTube. Watch it on golive.vegas. We are live through there, as well as Facebook. They are simulcasting us. And of course, you can download the mobile app. So if you take us on the go or want to listen to the replay on the go, simply go to your Play Store, look up the three separate words, Go Live Vegas. Download the app, take us with you and all the shows that are here at golive.vegas. 
Uh, good stuff here at the studio. We love being here. Uh, by the way, as long as we're doing a little bit of, inf of commercials, uh, of course, there are advertising and sponsorship opportunities to join us here at Thoughts Count Anywhere, as well as in conjunction with the new spinoff sister show, I guess we can call it, Power Play Sports and Collectibles, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. with Scott Hosey and myself. Um, we have some packages designed for in individual shows. So if you're just a sports collector and you want to advertise on that show, that's fine. We have some ideas there. If, you want to, if you're a wrestling guru and you want to be part of this show, you can advertise with us. Or better yet, hey, best opportunity since a lot of the stuff we talk about or that Scott has available at his store is wrestling related. We have the opportunity to put a magnificent package together to cover both as well as... Commercials right here on GoLive.Vegas every hour on the hour for 24-7. You can take as many of those as you want. Get the word out. Last week's show, we had over 2,200 views of last week's show. That's tremendous. Our audience is growing. Scott's show on Saturday, we had with well over 1,500, 1,600 views for our debut show. Twin Brothers from Different Mothers, we're closing in on 2,000 views. There are great shows here at GoLive.Vegas. For information on advertising with Thoughts Can Anywhere or... Power Play Sports and Collectibles, where should they email? Thoughts count anywhere podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Now's your opportunity to get in because as the getting gets good and our show keeps growing, these are going to be good prices that we have. And we're going to and we're going to be like the Golden Knights. We're going to keep increasing prices on you. So we're not going to sign any sharks, so don't worry no about sharks. that part. No sharks. My God. Hey, 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 don't say that because we, we signed a shark. I know, I know we did. That's what we were being. Yeah, we, the guy, the head guy that beat us last time. Are you kidding me? Okay. Yeah, uh, you mean the guy that led his team on almost last place this year? I know well, that was. Sorry, this year. I got some opinions on that later. AEW signs new deal with two with TNT to put Dynamite on the air till 2013, and they're going to be adding a second show to the lineup. I, for one, don't buy into the second show. I think it's too much. I don't think AEW is stable as yet, but that's just my thoughts. I'm getting a, whoa, 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 whoa. an acceptance See, of I, Scott. I disagree with you, Aaron. Because that's okay. You if, can disagree. I can put you on mute. About... It's okay. No, I'm sorry. God, just kidding. Go ahead. All right. Hey, my turn. Do I have the couch? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You're, you, you can have it. the uh, casting couch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, so no, I actually am okay with AEW getting the third hour. I don't think it should be a primetime hour, but it's basically what they're talking about is putting AEW dark, like what they're already putting on YouTube for free um, on, on cable TV. I think it's a great idea because some of the best matches from AEW and the best stuff is from AEW Dark. And if you're not watching it, you should be. They don't got the storylines for another show. They barely have the storylines for Dynamite. I think they're, all their storylines are <laughs> but, but that's just it. it's Cody Rhodes and Jericho it's, related. It's just matches. It's, it's work rate. It's what people expect from AEW. It's what they want to see. But you have you got to get people in, like emotionally invested in these people to get them to keep watching. It it took the WWE all over twenty years to go to a third hour and to bring up a second show. I don't know why AEW thinks they can do it in under a year. Uh, Scott's commentary on this whole discussion is that Turner killed wrestling, <laughs> and Cody keeps going over. Not good. Well, you know he he owns the company. This is sort of the same thing we were just talking about with Marty. If you're part of the booking, how can you not book yourself in a position that either will get you in trouble or not get you in trouble? And I think yeah, that's kind of what we're I seeing. I like the storyline that Cody's in right now, though. But it's like the only storyline in the whole company. Well, there no, was the inner circle, Jericho versus Moxley's. Like, I just watched Dynamite tonight. It was actually a pretty solid offering. 
Scott, I'm loving to hate on AEW, but they've got some good stuff brewing. They, they do have good matches. They just for, need storylines. And I'm really waiting for the Hangman Page Shield turn. You know it's coming. Oh, yeah. Hey, Cassia, thank you for joining in. Appreciate you watching. Um, Scott wants to know Vern Gagne who. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's kind of enough said there. Yeah, exactly. Vern Gagne. Okay. Um, DDP I, had a match on Dynamite tonight, all right? Who? DDP did? <laughs> yeah. Dear why? sweet mother of God, why? Why? So he's, he's like 60. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's D, he needs a lot of yoga work, I think, to think about coming back. I mean, that, that shouldn't be. Was he? Is he sixty now? I mean, he's about as old as Hogan, isn't he? Roughly? I think he's sixty something. I don't even think he's sixty. He's in his sixties, yeah. Ah, oh, man, too much. Okay. Um, all right. Next topic. We're actually down to. Uh, before we go to that topic, do you want to talk about the one that we were going to shelve with uh, Mr. Uh, with the young Benoit? Do you want yeah. to talk about that? Okay, Johnny. Yeah, why, why don't you recap that? So, uh, David David Benoit, the son of Chris Benoit. Um, just did an interview with uh, another YouTube channel. Um, it was about a 45-minute interview. Um, basically, not defending his father's actions, but defending his father's legacy. And, he, and it really came off as very sympathetic as a son honoring his father because, because of the horrible things Chris Benoit did, we, we often overshadow the fact that, you know, he was a father and he was a man, you know, before all of the tragedy struck. So, you know... At the end of the day, there is a boy who loves his father very much, and he wants to honor his father, not for what, how the way he went out, but the way he lived his life. And I have long been a defender of the fact that whether, you know, you know, regardless of how Chris Benoit went out, he still was one of the greatest wrestlers and ring technicians of our day. And a lot of wrestlers in the business also kind of see it that way. Even Chris Jericho has come out saying, he can't talk about some of his best matches sometimes because his best matches were with Chris Benoit and his son, David wants to honor his father's legacy by he is a wrestler. He wrestles in a very similar style to his father and he wants to honor his father by wrestling under the name Chris Benoit jr. And a lot of people have mixed opinions on this and I'm kind of wondering what your guys' opinions are because Again, I'm not defending Chris Benoit's actions on the way he left this life. It was horrible and it was despicable, but I also feel like concussions had a lot to do with it and brain damage had a lot to do with it. Well, to me, but yeah. Can we ignore the in-ring legacy of one of the greatest wrestlers to ever lace up boots So, so let, let me ask you this question, and I, I don't know if it's a fair comparison, mm -hmm. but Curtis Axel is not wrestling under his father's name and because I think Kurt, uh, Kurt Henning was... As good at his time, but, but, maybe, but maybe he not. Is. Curtis not. is from Kurt Henning, and Axel is from his grandfather Larry the Axel. But David Benoit, so, I mean, David Benoit wants to go in with Chris Benoit as his name. That's different than Curtis Axel wrestling as Curtis Axel and not going in under using his father's name, comma Junior. That's different. We know the combination of how Curtis Axel got his name. That's completely different than him going in under using his father's name with the second or junior after it. Completely different, in my opinion. True. Well, I mean, I, see, I think, I think Curtis Axel's a bad comparison. I think the more apt comparison is Tamina Snuka, where they dropped the Snuka. Okay. So you just proved my okay, point why, he should, why, why you shouldn't be using the Benoit name. Thank you very much, Your Honor. You just, you just made my point. <laughs> right? I mean, am I hey, missing something? Uh, no. Okay. 
I think like he was one like one of the best like in ring wrestlers, but from what he did, he like forever tarnished his whole legacy. So no matter like David Benoit like going under a different name might work, but going under Chris Benoit Jr. I'd rather be really hard David. for him to get yeah. like bookings anywhere because that name is like forever tarnished in like the world. I'd rather see him go in as David okay, Benoit so- to honor his father, yeah. right? So, so could you see him going as, like, a different name but still honoring his father by wearing similar tights? Because he does come out in the blue tights with the Wolverine flashes and all that. And, you no. know, he's talking to Our Lady Peace about doing his music. You know, Our Lady Peace also did, you know, whatever for, for Chris Benoit. You can do some similarities so, I mean, along that line, but I think the best name he should go in under if he wants to honor his father is David Benoit. That's it. Yeah. That, that's my opinion. Okay. I mean, ring attire being similar I think is cool. Music is okay. That's fine, but the best mm-hmm. honor as his to carry to start his own legacy, as well as carrying his dad's, would be to go in under his own name. Next topic. I don't mean to cut it off, but we are running out of time. But great topic for discussion. Absolutely, no no question. I would not mind seeing a commentary, like a comment thread on that. I would like to, you know. Okay, put it up. Put it up on the I, wall. See what everybody's. Put yeah. it up on the Facebook page. Put it up on the Facebook we page. Can get. Absolutely, absolutely. We should. You know what? We should. If we thought about it early, we could have put that up as a poll. Maybe. That's all right. No, 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 no. That's all right. Right now, Aaron, Aaron is, a, as we say in Yiddish, there's a Yiddish word that goes by tziknecht. Yiddish means he's a little messed up. He's a little like whirly twirly because he's frustrated over the technical issues that we're having. I don't even see Scott. So I think we lost Scott tonight the rest of the way. So, I, and Aaron wants to help us deliver the best product possible. So uh, thank hat, you, Aaron. Yes, absolutely. Hats off to Aaron and go live. We're, we're doing well. It was I, I try. That, yeah, you do. Thank you. You do. You absolutely do. Um, and, and, and thank you to Scott. We tried. Yes. Uh, listen, it was fun trying to interpret for him. Uh, you know, when you, Those flashcards were fun. Yeah. <laughs> I did like the flashcards. The funny thing is the audience got to read his notes before we could figure out what the hell he was right. writing. That's the thing. <laughs> All right, we have a couple of minutes left. Let's go I do think Scott needs to work on his penmanship, though. Uh, no, you know what it is? It's the time delay. That's the problem between live and everybody else seeing it. Okay, let's go to pop culture. Go ahead. You start us off, Matt. I'm going to go with uh, the Golden Knights firing their coach, which I still can't believe Galan is gone But because we lost four in a row. But how dare they sign the freaking coach from the stupid San Jose Sharks? Who was fired back in, in the face. And he was fired back in November for losing, for losing in San Jose. Where does that make sense? I don't even like, know. I was still in shock from this. Right now. Yeah, that, that's okay. They are one of the worst teams in the league, which means he was losing with the team. And we want, at least our guys are what, 24 19 or something like that with six ties. Yes, we're third in the conference. And if right now playoffs started tomorrow, we would not be in the playoffs. Granted, that, that's fine. But you bring a losing coach to a team that is struggling to get back on the winning side. Why do you bring a coach like that in who just got fired two months ago? You know, the sad thing is, okay, if you're going to fire Gallant, that's one thing. But why do you got to, why do you got to, hire the coach of which is pretty much emerged as our sworn enemy our our biggest rival it's not even a coup because he was a losing coach he got fired so it's not like you're cooing and, and taking him away he's already gone i agree why yep. are you going to hire peter DeBear when when laviolette's available or you know like anybody else there's so many other winning coaches coaches that have won stanley cups on the open market why are you going to go for pretty much one of the most reviled people in las vegas 
as our coach. Do you think the team's going to respect that man? Not after the playoffs last year when they cheated to beat us. By the way, I guess that's... Sorry, I'm really heated on this issue. That's okay. Uh, well, that, that's I think many people are. And with things being the way they are, on top of that, you know, season ticket holders are pissed that prices are going to be going up 10 to 12 to 15% on top of everything else. Actually, I think they're going to go down. No, they won't. They can't. They've already announced they're going up. They've already up. announced and you can't build future budgets with, with ticket prices going down. But the interesting thing about pricing tickets, and I had this discussion earlier today and then we'll move on, is simply this. The, the, the organization is not paying these salaries and these big numbers to, to uh, uh, hockey players off of season tickets. To me, those money, you got, what, 15,000 people max at the T-Mobile? Mm -hmm. yeah. Let's say low-end $100 a right. ticket. Okay, what's that? Uh, $150, $1.5 million, whatever it is with all those zeros? Give or take. Let's face it. Those money's coming in for ticket sales. Pretty much you're going to run the operations for the game that night. Yeah. Big money comes in from television sponsors and the big TV stuff and beers and Budweiser and all that stuff. That's the money that is paying for, for player salaries. Yep. You can boycott the games. You can stop going. Matt, it doesn't matter because the big money that's coming in to pay these guys is not coming out of our pocket. True. So, so budgets are being built off of these numbers. There is no way they can cut prices down. If they're smart, you cut parking tickets. I just don't tickets. see Peter DeBear building a fan base here. He's... They've kind of alienated a part of their fan base here. I, I agree. I, I don't disagree. There's going to be some lumps on this, but like like yeah, Bellboy talked. Loved in this town. But I, no question, the whole team is loved for what they did from one October forward. No question, and then making it into playoffs again last year. But you notice they went from finals to not to not even getting into the first round. They slipped back, and Flurry this year has had an up and down season. Yes, he lost his dad, and he was gone, and all this. The whole team has been up and down, and but you can't fire okay, a team. But, but I tell you what, did the Sharks win the Stanley Cup last year? Nope. Exactly. It's okay. Exactly. It's okay. They made it a little further than, than the Knights did. That's the key thing. Next topic. Because they cheated. They screwed us and they screwed the Avalanche. I'm glad you used the word cheated. Let's talk about the Astros, punished by Major League Baseball <laughs> for cheating but allowed to keep the World Series championship. Alex Cora today. Mutually stepped down from the Red Sox. A.J. Hinch and the GM from Houston were fired. They're both still going to be served a one-year suspension. The question for these guys, will they ever come back into Major League Baseball? They even went to the Mets to figure God, out. I hope not. They even went to the Mets to try to figure out if Carlos Beltran was involved to see if that's something, but he is not. Oh, wow. he, they're letting him go. There's, there's no nothing there. You talk about cheating. Alex Cora was the common denominator between when uh, Houston won the first series, and then, of course, the Red Sox in, what was it, 17, 8, whatever it was, the 17, they got him, hinged the whole thing. That's bad. That's a black eye. Major League Baseball levied a $5 million fine on the Astros, which is the largest allowable fine on the books allowable by Major League Baseball. Cheating, sign stealing. I don't think. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't think any of those men should be allowed in any kind of capacity i think one year was too late well now they, i don't think any of those guys should ever get hired again i think the one pete rose is allowed in the hall of fame i i think one year is academic at this point because they've all been fired and the chance of them coming back into major league baseball in any big position and opportunity of management i don't see that happening for a hell of a lot longer than just one year well, suspension true that so well, again i think they're, they're facing the death and i think that until pete rose is allowed in the hall of fame is on the on the field actions they they should not be allowed back in baseball and that's come up as a great topic and i and i agree with that to an extent i think personally pete rose will get into the hall of fame 
when he passes on so that he cannot enjoy being in the Hall of Fame. That's my opinion. So I could see that. All right, well, he deserves it. Next topic, yeah, for what he did on the field as a player, but it all goes together. Yes. Oscar nominations were announced this week. Mr. Matt, what's the big surprise for you for Oscar nominations? I was glad to see the Joker get nominated for Best Picture. I hope it's the first comic book movie to get Best Picture. That movie was awesome. Seen it a couple times already. Didn't they, get like, didn't they get like 11 nominations or something? Yeah, they led the whole like thing with Oscar nominations. Yeah. It's 11. It, it's good. Although, although it did not win the Golden Globe for Best Picture. However, Joaquin Phoenix did win for Best Actor. And I usually the Golden Globes dictate the Oscar winners usually. Yeah. To me, all of these awards... So I, I don't see a winning Best Picture, but I do see Joaquin taking, taking home Best Picture. Well, well. See, you're, you're driving my point that I'm about to bring up. All of these award shows, okay? I, I kind of laugh at them, Matt. Here's why. You have Joaquin Phoenix winning Best Actor. If he's the Best Actor, why doesn't the movie win Best Movie? Right. True. Someone wins Best Actress. Why doesn't that... You know what I'm saying? To me, there's a disconnect. Right. If you have a mo if the Joker wins best movie, there's reasons. The director, the actors, and everything. Why shouldn't that follow suit? I, I don't get that. To me, that's a big disconnect. That's a See, really good not, point, you actually. Can, you can have you can have a good actor in a crap movie though. Then how does he win for best actor if the movie's a crap movie? Isn't the crap movie because the actor was crappy? No, I mean there's a lot more that goes into a movie than just one actor. There's an entire cast. I, I understand that, but nobody should be a better actor or the supporting actors in a movie or actor should not be as recognized as a main actor is in the movie, especially if that movie then wins Best Picture. There's something of a, of a disconnect there. Uh, it's kind of like the Irishman. Everybody was nominated for like Best Supporting Actors except for De Niro, like the main guy in the movie. Right. Everybody else was nominated except for him. That blew my mind. How does that happen? How does that? And when you have, and when you have multiple people from the same movie, it decreases the chances of one of those people winning because votes are being split in the movie. But anyway, again, other stuff for, for topic and debate. But to me, I'm, I'm going to just we follow do a movie podcast. Yeah, we can. We can. I'm down. All right. I'm down. Weren't we going to talk about doing something about a reaction podcast for uh, uh, Rumble on that Sunday? Yeah, I'm down. Well, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. We can, yeah. we can make sure we cover four hours of production time for Aaron here at GoLive.Vegas. <laughs> we get somebody to sponsor that show entirely, then, then I'm sure Aaron would be more than happy to have us. Can you, can you fill me in on what you're talking about? Off the air. It'll take too much time as I know we're up against it, so I won't do that to our time. <laughs> anyway, uh, one, oh, we, oh, because we started a little late. Okay. So uh, SummerSlam, which is one of the big cards for wrestling, is Sunday the 26th. And a reaction video is where basically the camera's on the people in the studio. Royal Rumble. Oh, Royal Rumble. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus, criminy. Um, got me all, all signaged like Aaron right now. Um, must be in the Aaron name. Um, so the thing is, is a reaction video is that the camera's on the people watching the event to see their true reaction. And those events, Aaron, usually go for about four hours. So we, will be, we would be camped out in this studio with pizza being delivered and beer and all kinds of stuff for everybody just to watch how we react to what's going on in the ring. At least that was Johnny's idea, wasn't maybe it? Maybe we, we'll work on a deal. It okay. was my idea. <laughs> well, it was, Aaron just said maybe we'll work on a deal. I think he just, I bought his interest with pizza and a beer. I think that's kind of what pushed him <laughs> over the edge. So like, sharing his care on the equipment. Exactly. Hey, why don't we put the bellboy on one last time so everybody knows that we got him earlier. 
Let's put the bellboy out. Let's give him some screen time. Let's give him some love because he wormed his way back. I mean, he came back into the job. There he is. You can wave, bellboy. There you go. He is here. He was the winner of last week, uh, but Jason's always around us anyway because he has no home to go to, so we always have to hang with us. But, uh, no, I'm just kidding. We, we pay him in beef jerky and processed cheese. There, <laughs> he said, we, did you hear? You can't hear what's being said, can you? It's probably a good thing. Go back to the podcast <laughs> at the end. We'll tell you off the air. Yeah, we'll okay. tell you off the air. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, going, Johnny? Bellboy, you're welcome back anytime. As Thank long you. as Johnny's not in the studio, you're welcome back. Oh, no, wait a minute. Even if you're <laughs> okay, I got you. I was waiting to see what was going to happen. I don't know if Scott's still watching. But uh, anyway, I know Scott and I, hopefully, we think he's due back in time, Saturday, 8 a.m., right here for uh, Power Play Sports and Collectibles. 12 o'clock, Neil Portnoy and I, twin brothers from different mothers. We have uh, an interesting guest on that show, Dawn, Dawn Ware, the Giving Water Organization. They're out to support uh, providing water to organizations that pass it out to uh, people in need. So that'll be a fun show. This show will re-air Sunday at 6 p.m., as well as on podcast. Matt, final thoughts. Any other things we missed that you want to... Oh, why don't you share this piece of information since we talked about it before. Oh, and you said DDP wrestled tonight. He's 63 years old. That is crazy. I didn't even realize he was that old. And Hulk Hogan is 66. So do you want to see Hogan at 66? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and guess who one of his tag team partners was? Who? Justin Rhodes. <laughs> oh, see? There you go. And do we want to see Hulk Hogan at 66 wrestle Vince McMahon, who's 107 right AEW now? AEW really is becoming the new WCW. It's kind of crazy. It was, like it, was a... even called Bash at, it was even called Bash at the Beach tonight. Oh, my goodness. There was a cool, kind of cool fact I saw about Dustin Rhodes. He's actually wrestled for four decades now. Really? Yeah. 80s, 90s, 2000s, 10s, and that's 20s. That's an accomplished wow. that, That's pretty good. All right. Johnny, we're going to wrap up. We're going to let you go so Matt and I can sign off and uh, get rid of this terrible echo in my head because hearing these <laughs> echoes. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you got to hear me twice, Aaron. That's your voices. All right. Hey, if you go to BBW, catch Johnny on commentary. I will not be there. I have another engagement that I'm hosting. I'm actually hosting a bar mitzvah on Sunday, and I'm being paid for that one. So that's a good thing. So, so uh, Johnny will be down there doing commentary, possibly Jason Muse. I have no idea who his partner is going to be. Oh, and a quick shout out, get well to Tom E. Gucci, who uh, is a little under the weather. Tommy this Gucci. Week. Yeah, Tommy Gucci uh, was supposed to be there Sunday, but unfortunately something has come up, uh, not feeling well and will not make it. So shout out to him. Johnny Partner, we'll talk to you along the way, sir. All right, I'll see you guys next week. I miss you guys. Have All a good right. one, Johnny. Thanks, man. Yeah, this is for you. Go ahead. You can turn them off. He'll see the lights. There we go. All right. So it's just us. We got, what, a minute and a half left, maybe? A minute? Okay. Just the tag champs. That's, that's, it. that's it. This is the free bird rule of commentary running a, running a show. <laughs> we got four people and the two of us. We're the sole survivors. All right, good show. Folks, please reshare us. That's the best. That's the one thing you do for us. Go out on YouTube, like, and subscribe to our page so they never miss a show. Yeah, we're always posting new stuff. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We put all our shows on there. We're going to start putting more content up. Try to keep Thoughts Count Anywhere as your wrestling news source. And we're working on giveaways and interviews and all sorts of fun stuff. Absolutely. We apologize for the technical difficulties tonight. But, hey, that's what you get with electronics. Stuff happens. All right. For the bellboy. I, want to say that. I almost want to say bell. Thank you. That was terrible. Did you that's the that way thing? you want to go out, really? No. Okay, fine. He's fired. He's fired again. He's fired. <laughs> he's hired and he's fired. Oh, wait. In the classic Vince McMahon. You're fired. 
Aaron, thank you, sir, for pushing the buttons. We'll do better next time here on Thoughts Count Anywhere. For Matt, say goodnight. Good night. I'm Aaron. We'll see you next time. Next week, same time, same bad channel, right here. Go live.vegas. Oh, God. The